Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Philly Pod is back here for another episode. I am your host, Dave. My co-host, my good friend, as always, Mikey's here as well. What's going on, Mike? Uh, not much, Dave. Not much. Uh, just enjoying this nice weather, man. Yeah, it's how been bad? Phenomenal. It? Yeah, had some eighty degree days. Did you get to go outside at all? Did you do anything? Oh yeah, I've been yeah? eating. I've been eating outside for lunch every day. Ah, okay. Now you get down to the park, get to skate at all, anything? No, no. There's. Uh, there's a little um, area outside uh, where I work, and okay. they got like all these tables set up. But you know, as for the skating, though, I gotta get back into that. I've been slacking. Oh, you've been slacking. Yeah, I've been slacking. Um, all right, you got you gotta get back on the horse, then, man. But uh, how are you doing, man? Well, I'm doing good. I'm trying to enjoy the the, the weather as much as I can. I got outside for a couple of days for a couple of jogs, so so that was good. So. It's going good, man. I've been actually catching up on the Phillies, uh, watching a lot of baseball, and that's kind of what, what is, we're going to lead into here for the premise of the show for everybody. We're kind of going to mix it up a little bit, kind of hit on all the four major sports, what's going on with them, and yeah. uh, just kind of discuss the cur- you know, current state of the city and, and just, just kind of see where the show goes today. Yeah. We're shooting so, it by the hip. We're, we're uh, doing it from the hip. We are. You're, you're exactly right. We are. I mean, and obviously, you know, now the Phillies started to play this this. Well, this this past week, Mike, and, and so far through nine games, they're three and six. Mm-hmm. We're about seeing what we thought we would see from them, yeah. uh, apart from uh, an amazing first inning uh, against the Washington Nationals. Oh, that was unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah. I, what was it, 14 runs? 12. Uh, I think 12 runs, yeah. I mean, so apart from that, it's pretty much been par for the course. Yep. So, and just, just watching that team, like they, they are <sighs> – I don't know if you feel the same way, but I just that is such a frustrating team for me to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a young team. It's they're still developing, but it is frustrating. And, I mean, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, didn't mean I, to think, I think I think I know where you're going with this, but to me, it's very frustrating when you see a team that has some some potential there and it just it doesn't click. See, I don't think they really have much potential, not with this current group of players, because I, I take a look at this, some of the stupidity like I've seen already. We're going to get into the whole uh, Edebre Ramos and, and this Drupal Cabrera thing in a little bit. But, I mean, e- e- even some of the, the everyday players, like Cameron Rupp, for example, if you saw the other night against the Mets, catches a pop-up behind home plate with runners on first and third, looks at the home plate umpire calling for timeout, doesn't realize that his Drupal Cabrera from first base tags up and gets all the way to second base. Just a careless, stupid play, and I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. You know, yeah. it's just – it's nine games into the season. I'm sick of watching them already, man. I know how you feel, man. I know how you feel. I mean, I'm the same way with the Flyers, but, you know, it's going to it's, it's gonna be a long season, and we expected it. We expected this. Now, um, that's going to lead us in. Let, let, let's jump into it right away here. Those of you who, who may have watched who watched the game, who are Phillies fans, or even if you follow any sort of Philly sports, you're going to know the instant that we're talking about here. Uh, Monday night in the Mets-Phillies game, there was an incident 
Uh, in the eighth inning of a 2-2 game, reliever Edubre Ramos uh, was facing Esdrubal Cabrera to lead off the inning. And in a 2-2 game, first pitch of the at-bat, uh, throws one about two feet behind him and about uh, maybe two feet above the guy's head. Clearly, it was it was intentional. It was he, he was trying to hit him, and what apparently it was for is in retaliation for a home run, a game-winning home run, as Drupal Cabrera hit in the ninth inning, a walk-off win uh, back in September that helped the Mets in their playoff push. I have my thoughts on the situation, Mike, but I'm going to hand it over to you. What did you think of that? That was stupid. That was pure stupidity. You know the team's going to struggle winning games all season. You know this team is not going to be competitive in the, in the playoff push. So every win for this team is a plus. In a tie-tie game, especially in the eighth inning of all times to do it, you throw at the guy. Not only that, but a few batters later, in fact, I think it was the next batter, Jay Bruce hits a home run. And that ultimately was the difference in this ball game. You can't do that. I don't care what what vendetta you may have against the guy. You can't do that. It's it's common sense. You gotta you gotta let bygones be bygones and move on. But to me, that is the type of decision that should get this guy kicked from the team. You can't have that. I'm sorry. That to me, that that you deserve to get cut from the team. I'm sorry, but that's 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 boneheaded. Well, you're it's, right. It, it, it is boneheaded, and I actually thought to myself, well, I, I, I when I first saw it live, Mike, I gave the dude the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, yeah. well, it looks like he threw him on threw at him on purpose. Yeah, there's yeah, no way. There's that. no way he would do that. At the t- in, in, you know the eighth inning leadoff batter of a two-two game, yeah. there's no possible way no. he could do that to put him on base. And, and then, then they showed the replay of his Drupal Cabrera hitting a home run off of him, and then right away you knew, right away you knew he did it on purpose, and it's a stupid. It, you couldn't say you said it best yourself. It was a stupid, selfish decision because not only that, you ignited the Mets in that game. You woke him up. They went on to win that game. They went on to sweep the, the Phillies in the series. It's a stupid play, a selfish play. And frankly, it tells – like this is why the Phillies are in the shape that they're in. Because yep. they have too many players that think this way. Yep. Now, right. you take a look at the situation itself. As Jubal Cabrera hit a home run off him, yeah, he bathed he celebrated. But they were in a playoff race. Exactly. They were fighting to make the playoffs. That was a big emotional win. It's not like he did it in April. Okay, yeah. in a meaningless game. Then I could kind of understand if he ticked off about it. Yeah. But give me a break with that, man. He simmered about that for, what, six months? Yeah. That's I mean, get out of here, dude. That is stupidity. And you know what? You mess with the, the sleeping, fire-breathing dragon, you're going to get burned. Well, the mess had bombs. Burned. Yeah, and, and, and they got bombed. They got bombed in the series. They got bombed Tuesday night. They got bombed Wednesday night again. It's just – they're just a bad team. They are. The they really bound. And they, they don't have winning players on it. Nope. You know, I look at it. I told you, like, the, the incident with Ramos, okay? That's what losing teams do. Yeah. All right? Like, same with Cameron Rupp. All right? He he, he does he forgets the situation, forgets there's a guy on first calls for timeout, doesn't see the guy tagging up. You know, there's just so many little, uh, you know, Odubo Herrera losing the ball in the lights the other night. Yep. I mean, it's the thing that happens, but these are the things that happens to losing teams. And... 
you know, the Phillies are what they are right now. They are. It's kind of kind of reminds me of um, a situation that happened in the 06-07 Flyers season. Uh, they were they were an abysmal team in that that season, like much like they are now. But they were so bad that you saw fights after practices between players. Frustration kicks in, and it just they didn't have the right players. And I see a lot of a lot of the same here with this Phillies team. Well, I don't know if it's going to come to that, though. I don't right, know if right. it's going to come down to fights in the locker room and all that. But just the stupid things. You got yeah. like, yeah, Mikel Franco goofing around, faking. He's catching the pop-up. That's the Freddy Galvez. Yeah, that's great and all when you're winning. Yeah. You're up 2 nothing, But then all of a sudden, you start losing. And instead of looking like you're having fun, you look like a bunch of idiots. Yep. You know, so I, I, I could do without all that stuff. It's just, you know, it, it just reminds you that they have a long way to go. And really, this season's all about finding out what you got. Yeah. You know, you find find out at some point, put Hector Neris in the closer role, in the role, find out if he's got the stuff now to be your closer going yeah. forward. You know, find out now if Mikel Franco is going to be your third baseman in the future. Find out now if J.P. Crawford's actually going to be a legitimate baseball player, MLB yeah, player. Because we're still waiting on him. Well, he's not off to a good start. You know, he's not off to a good start in AAA. Didn't light the world on fire last year. He's not really lighting on fire early on this year, so... I think it might be time to be concerned about J.P. Crawford. Yeah. I, I, I do. Yep. And but enough, ne- enough negativity about the Phillies, Mike. Let's let's switch gears here. All right. And, you know, the, the Eagles 2017 opponents are out. All right. And we know the draft's coming up. But we're going to save save that for our, our next show to make our predictions, who they're going to take, yeah. what direction they're going to go in the draft. We're kind of in limbo this week, which is why yeah. we're mixing in a little bit of Phillies, a little bit of Eagles, and – like I mentioned, we, we've got the, the Eagles schedule. It's, it's not officially been released, but we know the opponents. So we figure we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to take a, li- a look at their opponents. And we're just going to go down and mark a wins and losses as the current roster stand right now. We're just kind of going to kind of give a prediction what their records are going to be and, and whether or not we think they can make the playoffs. So what do you say, Mikey? Ready, ready to do this? Yeah, let's, let's do it, Dave. All right. Let me pull it up here. i got to close the Edubre Ramos page. All right. All right. So I'm in no particular order here. I've got the schedule up of teams that they're going to play. All right. All right. Arizona Cardinals at home, Lincoln Financial Field. What do you say? I would say that's a win. I think they play better against the Cardinals at home than they do on the road. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark that down as a win. All right. I'm with you. I got, I got a win as well. I, I like that one. All right. The Chicago Bears. Win. Yeah. Oshawa Jeffrey's going to torch his former team and make them look bad. Yep, I agree. All right. Uh, these are all at home, by the way. Uh, Dallas right. Cowboys at home. I'm going to give that a win. Usually, yep. you know, you got the home crowd behind you. Rival the game. Could be fired up. I think they get Dallas win. this year. They should have beat them twice last year. Yeah? Yeah, I, 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 I like them to take out the Cowboys at home. Uh, New York Giants at home. I'm going to give that one a win. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Just for the fact that you know it's a home game, you know opponents on the at home are going to be different than those uh, when you play them on the road. Yeah, no, I I got I got yeah I got I got a win uh, versus the Giants at home as well. The Oakland Raiders at home. Uh, this is a toss up, but I'm going to give them an L. Yeah, I got a loss as well. I, I just Derek Carr is going to destroy that secondary. Yeah, you know even if you do get Sidney Jones or whoever in the draft. Yeah. It's not going to matter. The secondary, they, they have nobody who can cover on the outside. I think that's a loss against that team. San Francisco 49ers. 
coming into town. That's a win for me. I would agree with you there, Dave. I think that they've got a lot of rebuilding to do out in San Francisco, and I think we take advantage of that. All right, and then we've got the Washington Redskins here at home. Give them a win. And I'll I... give them a win as well. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the Carol. All right, now we're going to Carolina to take on the Panthers. That to me is a complete toss-up, but I think the Panthers win that game. Okay, so you got that as a loss. Yes, I've got that as a loss as well. So that means through now again, no particular we know what schedule you know what order these games are going to be in. We both have the Eagles at six and two through eight games. That's that to me is solid. Okay. All right, now it's going to get a little tougher here. Uh, I know that. All right, at the Cowboys, I say loss. Loss. All right, at Dallas, loss. Then we've got at the Chiefs. How about them Chiefs? Loss. Yeah, that's in Arrowhead. I don't see that one. That's a loss. That's a okay. tough punch to play in. On the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. That's a, That's weird hearing that, but I give them a win there. See, I, 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 I think they, I think they take the loss there. I think they take the loss because, again, Philip Rivers going against the secondary. That's true. I, I think that's a bad that's matchup a, that's, against that's a good him. Point. All right, then you've got they're in L.A. twice uh, on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. That one, I could definitely confirm, will be a win. That yeah, I team's think a mess. Yeah, I think that's a win as well. Interesting. You have Jared Goff against Carson Wentz. Yeah, that'll number be an one interesting. Number yeah, two. that'll be an interesting one to watch. That that will be. All right, you have the New York Giants uh, on you know, on the road. So in 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 New York, loss. Yeah, that's a loss for me as well. All right, and then uh, the Seahawks. Oh, that's a loss. Yeah, that's going to be another loss. Yeah, I agree. They they play two of the toughest places to play in this year. They do. Arrowhead and. Uh, out in Seattle, that's a, those are two of the loudest stadiums in the league. And yeah. we play both of them in the same year. You're right. That, that, that's a pretty tough draw right there, Arrowhead. And, and uh, what, what, what's the name of that stadium out there in Seattle? Did you, Questfield? Is it Quest, I thought so. I thought it was Questfield. But, all right, so we have another loss. And then on the road against Washington. I'm going to give that one a loss. Usually you split those games. I think I think they'll get Washington twice. I, I think Washington's. I, I'm not that big on them. So if we add it up here, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight and eight missing the playoffs. You've got seven and nine and missing the playoffs. Yeah. So right I, off the bat, it, it looks like it's going to be another meh sort of year. But you never know. I mean, there's a lot of there's a long time between now and training camp. And now, in the regular season, opinions may change. They still have to go through the draft. This team is not set yet. Who knows? Now, what's the point, Mike, where we get to – because there was a lot of talk about Doug Peterson, and he's going to be under some fire again this year with some of the decisions that he made. Um, what would you say would be grounds for performance for, for the Eagles? What, what, would be, what would be cause for Doug Peterson to lose his job? I'm going to say maybe 4 and 12 to 4 and 12, 5 and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it also depends on how they're losing these games. Because to me, if they're losing the games like they did against Cincinnati last year, 
you know, yeah, you're probably going to lose your job. Now, if these are close games where it's like, you know, one or two points that, you know, a few plays could have been made here and there. All right. You know what? I'm fine with that because even though they lost, they still showed fight and it still shows that that locker room is together. All right. Now, what if you have a situation like this, though, where they're losing games because of bonehead decisions by Doug Peterson once again? That's another reason to be fired. I think you can't you can't be making the decisions you made. For example, the toss play against um, against uh, Detroit last year. You know, there there were certain plays that you know decisions that yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, if he may, if he's making dumb decisions, um, I definitely would fire him. But okay. if they're losing games where it's close and they're still fighting, then, you know, it's a different story. All right, so you're definitely of the opinion that there's a chance that Doug Peterson could be out of here after next year. He could. And I, and I agree with you. I, I think it's a possibility as well because if you see some of the just, man, you know, just lack of football intelligence, lack of football IQ in, in key situations that we saw, like – if you see that again, people in this town aren't going to be able to take it. I'm not going to be able to take it. You're not going to be able to take it, man. No one's going to be able to take it. No, I just to have to go through those things again. Like it, it was very frustrating, and I'm on record. Like I, I don't think Doug Peterson's going to be the guy to get us there. I think they're going to have yeah. to go outside and get another head coach. I think Car- I think Carson's legitimate. You know how he's going to progress? I don't know. I <sighs> think he's a stud. I yeah. think he's going to be all right, but I, I can't say for sure. You know, I have, I, you know, it, it's we gotta wait and see what happens. I feel yeah. confident in him. I'm not. I have zero confidence in Doug Peterson, though. I, I think they're gonna have to go get another head coach to, yeah, to, to eventually take him to the next level as they start to bring in pieces. I know John Gruden's always available. Oh, stop, man, Gruden! Here comes Chucky. He is. People need to cut it out with the Gruden that He is not coming out of the booth. He is not coming. He's not giving up Monday Night Football. Here's Chucky. Yeah. Uh, All right, now we're coming up here. Time for grind time, where uh, we bring you things that have got us upset in the sports world. I don't have anything. I think we already mentioned it, but Mike's got a grind. What do you got for us this week, Mike? Uh, it's that guy Ronis again. That that ticked me off at first. Yeah, I thought it was not intentional because of how it looked. It wasn't like it was a fastball. It was like a, a breaking pitch. But then John Crook went on about it. They showed the replay of the home run and the bat flip. And then I started thinking, I got to thinking, you know what? Maybe maybe it was intentional. You can't be making those boneheaded plays. It's stupidity. It's stupid. It's flat out boneheadedness. Quit being stupid and pitch like you want to win. Put vendettas behind and let bygones be bygones well said well said i i, 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 winners. I couldn't it's agree like, with you anymore it's like you would always tell me when i was growing up you know i used to be the, the same way a little bit i used to get heated a little bit but you took you told me time and time again you gotta have short memory and ramos needs short-term memory when it comes to facing batters let last year be last year and worry about this year. Because the way this team's going, they aren't going to win too many games. So, you had a chance to win, 
and you let your 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 own your own thirst for revenge get in the way, and and you cost us dearly. I mean, it's a shame for the guy because now that, that, that he's exposed. All right, now the Phillies yeah. see that, and every other team in Major League Baseball sees that. And if he have, if he is actually going to be good enough to get a chance <sighs> on the winning team, like that's something that as a manager. As a GM, like I would hesitate to take that guy in like a yeah. deadline deal, yeah, because I've already seen well this guy puts himself ahead of the team yeah. in certain situations. Like if he's willing to do that, Mike, in a two-two game, you know, in the eighth inning, like who's to say when he's going to do that again? Yeah, it's greedy. It's flat out know. greedy, and you're taking your own your own personal vendetta ahead of what the team needs to do, and that's win. No, because they are they're not going to win too many games this year. And it, and it takes me off as a fan to know that you got guys on this roster that are willing to do stuff like that. It can't happen. Nah, I mean, if, I mean, for me, you know, you, you said I know I texted you as well. Like, I, I, if I could get him off the roster now, I would, because he's not a winner. W- uh, winners nope. don't do things like that. You know, you really want to get them back. You know what you do? You do yeah. it when you're up eight to one. You do it when you're losing seven to one, and yeah. you're facing them. You do it when, when the game is out of reach. Yeah. Okay. When. That, that that's when you don't do it in the eighth inning in a two-two game, but they've got too many players like that on the roster, and until they fix it, they're going to continue to lose. Get get a get a drop the mic soundbite there because I'm done. <laughs> right, I'll see if <laughs> I'll see if I can find that for you while while I'm I'm, I'm, I'm piecing all this together. Uh, but you know what it's time for now, Mike? Been a little bit. What is it? What's it's the time, time for, Dave? Time for the buzz. Oh, man. We bring you crazy stories, interesting stories, funny stories we see from around the globe. And we're going to kick it off. Only one story this week, Mikey. We're going to stay in the United States. We're going to to the great Midwest. The Midwestern region. I've been out there. It's pretty nice. Specifically, Topeka, Kansas. Haven't been there, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, firefighters in Topeka, Kansas... Uh, they were called in to rescue a cat from a tree. Mm-hmm. Interesting situation, a classic situation. In fact, we had a situation like this on the buzz uh, about a couple of months ago. Yeah, I remember that. What was different about this situation, Mike, is when firefighters showed up, they rescued not only the cat from the tree, they oh. also rescued the cat's owner. Oh, God. <laughs> the Topeka Capital Journal reports... That the cat's owner climbed into the tree to try to get the cat and save it, but then realized she wasn't able to climb back down. Oh, man. The fire department shift commander, Todd Williams, says the woman and her cat were stuck about 16 feet up in a large tree when they were That's plucked down. That's a drop. That's a drop. That's a drop. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be moving either. Up, up 60 feet like that. Not surprisingly, the depth department shift, shift commander also said, and quote, rescues like these aren't that common here in Topeka, Kansas. I would think they were, would it be common? You know? Cat in a tree with a twist. Yeah, yeah cat in the tree with the, the owner as well. I mean, you got to give it to her. Commitment to her cat, commitment to the, to the feline. But yeah. That had to be a pretty bad feeling when, uh, you know, you got up there and you look back down. And you're like, ah, oh, oh. Oh, um. Well, how oh am I getting back down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta pick and choose your battles there. Now, do you think she called herself? Like, called the fire department herself? 
in the tree, like on the cell phone? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would hope the reception would be good up there. I mean, you're 16 feet up. Boy, that'd be a tough phone call to make, don't you think? Yeah, I'd be a little more worried about my life than my own phone. I'd well, be no. shouting. <laughs> I'd be shouting from the tree. Uh, to well, get no, I mean, I mean, from like from an embarrassment standpoint. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. I called the yeah. fire department because uh, you know you get, you're you're stuck up in the tree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Hello, operator. Um. I'd like to make a uh, an emergency uh, phone call. My uh, cat's stuck in a tree, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I I tried rescuing it, and now uh. I'm also stuck in a tree. Could you uh, get the fire department to, uh, I don't know, uh, come rescue me? Well, you know, you've, you've always you've always got another option if you don't want to if you don't if you don't want to jump if you don't want to call the fire department. You know, you, you can always channel up your your inner Ron Burgundy. Yes. And and, and, <laughs> and take a little jump. Yes. But you know, I, I I'd be on the verge of caution. I'd, I'd be <laughs> sitting up in that tree. I'd be like. Alright, I think they're going to come help me. I, I would hope so. Alright, time now for shout-outs. Mikey, we got anything on Facebook? Nope. Alright, we're going to kick it off on Twitter. St- we're going to stick to Twitter and SoundCloud. Kicking it off on Twitter where we want to give shout-outs to Bill, Philly Jobs, and Larry Kim. On SoundCloud, shout-outs to Big Shaq Mackham and Veronica Gatto. Thank you to all of us for following on Twitter uh, and on SoundCloud. Uh, again, guys, remember you can check us out on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Like us on Facebook, where Mikey does a great job, posts some interesting stories, interesting Thank headlines you. going on around the week. You can listen to us for free on SoundCloud, and you can also download all of our current and past episodes on yeah on on iTunes as well. You do that do that for free. You can check out what we've been saying all along. See if we've been uh, true to our word, which I feel like we we have been for the yes. most part, Mike. I I think I would agree. So, and again, guys, all of you who are our loyal listeners, and if you're just ch- checking out us for the first time, thank you again for all the support. We appreciate it. We've been getting decent, uh, solid plays on SoundCloud and iTunes the last couple of weeks, and, and we appreciate every one of those plays. We do. Every little bit helps, guys. Well, a pretty uh, pretty tame down show this week, but uh, things are going to heat up next week, Mikey. We're going to have yes. our draft preview show. Yes, we are. We'd be a week away from the draft. There we are. We're going to discuss specifically who make our final calls, who we each think the Eagles are going to take, uh, who who would behoove them to decide to take in the first round, possibly even second round as well. Yes. Get a little prediction. And we're also going to have a special game. And the game, Mike, is going to be called in honor of the NFL draft. The game is Name That Bust. Oh, man. We're going to have a little competition between Mike and myself. Okay. Uh, see who has the most NFL draft knowledge when it comes specifically to some of the biggest NFL busts of all time. So you, you might want to listen to the show to, to check that out, learn a little bit of uh, NFL uh, draft history yeah. as well. I can I can I can already tell you who the biggest draft bust of all time is. But who? Because I, I might debate this this one with Ryan, you. Ryan Leaf. All right, I'm going to throw a name out that I, I think is debatable. Jamarcus okay. Russell. Oh, that's a good one. That's mm, a good one. That might be. Yeah, we might have to talk about that next week on the show. That that that, that arm strength just uh, disappeared. That's why. That's why Al Davis took him. He can yeah. throw the ball eighty yards. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, if he took, I think in back to back years, he took Demarcus Russell and Darius Haywood Bay in the first round of drafts. Wow. Two of the worst draft picks yeah. ever. Yeah. Oh. All yeah. right, Phillies are rolling in the D.C. this weekend. Three game series with the Washington Nationals. 
Can they steal two out of three? I don't know. I mean, they did that last weekend, uh, which partially, in part, was thanks to that that uh, twelve run first inning outburst. But I don't know. Mm. I would, I would think uh, not there. I'm not even sure they're going to get one out of three. I, I, I well, think the Nationals might end up sweeping them. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have to look. Are they going? Are they going to catch Strasburg again this series? I think they do. I think they do catch Strasburg I, again and Scherzer. I, I think they might get Scherzer too. Yep. I, I have to check the. If that's the case, then mark them down for two L's. Yeah, that could be tough. But we thank everybody for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Like us on Facebook. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud and download us for free on iTunes. We're going to sign off for now. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with our Philadelphia Eagles 2017 NFL Draft Preview Show. Yes. We're signing off. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. Have a good week, everybody, and stay safe. Have a good weekend. Good night.